Hey girl, hey, I'm Shantae, the host of Uncensored Girl Chat. Welcome to the safe, judgment-free place for women to connect, unpack, get inspired, and learn. This positive space is here to help us be more confident and proud of who we are no matter where we are on this journey of life. On this episode of Uncensored Girl Chat, we'll be talking all about dating on your own terms. From owning your singleness to building the perfect roster, I'm joined by dating coach V, who was my personal dating coach. Hey guys, it's me, Shantae. I am back on Since the Girl Chat, and today's topic is all about something I love to talk about. Um, you guys know I share that um, I, I dive a little deep with you guys, especially especially in my close friends. So if you're not following me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram. Close friends get all of my dating tea. So today's topic is dating. And I brought somebody here who has helped me put together a great roster. Um, when I was kind of like, out here, I was really out here dating. Like I'm really about this life. I'm a little bit of a serial dater um, here and there. I love dating. Um, and I love how V put things into perspective for me when it came to dating. Um, her views, how the way she views dating, how she is really there for us women. I really appreciate her. And let me introduce you guys to your dating coach, V. Hey, y'all. <laughs> so, V, me. tell us a little bit about yourself. So, I am a new mother. I'm also a newlywed. Um, I'm a host for Aspire TV and I'm a date coach. That's, that's kind of the roundup. So what is your <laughs> what is your roster looking like when it comes to your dating your um clients right now? You know, I've got a good little rotation of clients. I mm-hmm. love them. They work very, very hard. Um, these are women who uh, maybe have had like negative perspectives about dating before, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, they've been following my page and they're like, you know what, let me see if this going to work. Let mm-hmm. me see if I can change my attitude about it. Mm-hmm. All of them are killing it right now. Like all of them are killing it. So I'm really, I'm really proud, but I still got a little bit of strength. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If anybody want to add. <laughs> and what about, um, as far as what do you think you specialize when it comes to your dating coaching? As far as is it like possibly setting up dating profiles mm-hmm. or just building that confidence? Yeah. Um, you know what? I really try to like customize it per client. Um, I am really good at dating apps. That's really how my business got started because mm-hmm. I was online telling people about creating my dating profiles, being a new widow and newly single. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I kind of just hit the ground running. Um, once I started doing that, people heard about it and was like, hey girl, help me out. And like, I landed my first client, and she's now fast forward married to the man she met on a date nap. And she mm. she said she swore she was never gonna use a date nap. She's like, mm-hmm. I hate him. I mm-hmm. can't stand him. First dude she met on there went on a date. Now they married, got a baby. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing something right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> now tell me about your dating journey, mm-hmm. like from your um, past relationships and what led up to now. You married woman just briefly we're not digging up <laughs> trauma we're long. not digging no, up trauma. no no it's totally fine I mean the good thing about healing is that you can talk about the things that used to trigger you and triggering sometimes tells that there's a little bit more there you got to work on but um I became a widow in the beginning of 2016 um was really you know because I was in my early 30s I was like well I, I'm not an old widow but I'm gonna die alone like mm-hmm. I don't I had to figure this out so I kind of just started dating like almost immediately maybe like a month or two later 
um, and really didn't know what I was doing. I had never dated before. Uh, fast forward, I eventually moved to moved out here to Atlanta at the end of 2017. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just try my best and try to have fun. And when I tell you, they ate me up out here. Like, they love me. The guys love me. I didn't even spend money when I went out. Like, they would just be hooting and hollering. It got to be something about this little peach I'm carrying around. You know what I'm saying? In the back. Hey, you got the body type. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, me and my girls would go out. We would have a good time. I would meet, you know, guys and date here and there. And I built me up a little roster. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about rosters in a minute. In a minute. <laughs> We're going to talk about Ross get ready. But I was dating all kinds of different guys. That's what I loved uh, about being out here was there were so many different kinds of beautiful black men. It was just, oh, my gosh. So amazing to me. Listen, all day. It was like engineers and doctors Mm -hmm. and pilots and all of this. So I had me a nice roster when I met my husband. And we're going to get to that later. But, yeah, I was having fun. (laughs) Now, my views when it comes to dating, I think when – comes to putting yourself out there the first the most important part is um really owning your singleness Mm -hmm. and really you know doing the inner work yeah yeah um at least understanding if you have any trauma if you have any um lessons that learn because we're not going to just blame it on the other person when it comes to these past relationships right um us really diving deep and figuring Mm -hmm. out what we you know doing our work what we like, yeah, our goals in life, um, just staying on track. Yeah. What are your views when it comes to healing? And at any point in your life, did you have any kind of, I wouldn't even say hardship, but a point where you were in a relationship and leaving that relationship, you was like, I, I have to do this work. I have mm-hmm. to work on me. Yeah, definitely. Um, my perspective on healing is that we never stop healing. Oh, no. It's literally stop. just an ongoing thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way that I approach that in reference to dating is that I truly believe that you can heal within a relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't have to isolate yourself and be all by yourself for three, four, five years. That's what you want to do. By all means, do you. Do what you feel in your heart. But I know some people force themselves to do that. And I, my perspective is, as humans, we need each other. Mm-hmm. You know, if you notice during the pandemic, there were so many suicide um, people committing suicide because they weren't having human connection. Mm-hmm. We literally need each other to a certain extent. With that to say, if you are in the right relationship, it's going to heal you. You're going to find certain parts of yourself being opened up from that person, from you allowing yourself that vulnerability and that healing space. If it's the wrong relationship, you're just going to continue to build onto the trauma and the damage that was already there. That's really one indicator, right? So for me, I I don't think I ever got to the point of being like, okay, I need to just not be with anybody. It would have been easy for me to do that, right? Being a widow, I could have just been like, okay, I just need to come in out of a 10-year, and it was a bad relationship. It was a horrible marriage. So I could have just been like, I'm going to step back. But I said, you know what? No, because I've been missing out on some stuff. Mm-hmm. And life is short. So that's saying, I'm not going to actually say, well. Say it. it. <laughs> say it, girl. The saying of um, what it is, um, to get over. Get under. Get under. I mean. I honestly say, I can honestly say some of my relation when I, when I left and I just put myself back out there, I, I felt my vibe come alive again. I felt mm-hmm. myself, 
But then also, I'm a confident black woman. So it was it, it was just me just knowing what happened and just moving on. But what do we say to the women who, um, when it comes to leaving that relationship and they don't know who they are? Mm, that's when you have to, and this is in a relationship or not. You got to get back to what you love. Mm-hmm. You got to get back to the core of really who you and are. And that goes into the next thing, creating your happiness. That part, that part. You got to build that life regardless of if you got that person or that partner mm-hmm. in your life. You got to have things because that's how we lose ourselves mm-hmm. in relationships is that we're so dependent on the person. We all up under them all the time. And that's great if you love somebody and you guys are kind of in that honeymoon phase, you're right next to each other. But sometimes we lose the things we love, our habits, the things that make us happy, you know, the things that feed our soul. Mm-hmm. So that's why we break up. We like, well, now I can get back to painting. Now I can go back to doing the salsa at the local. Like you should have been doing that. Mm-hmm. That's what builds you up as a person because you're going to continue to grow. You're going to continue to learn and love. You can't stop doing that. So that's where that confidence comes from. That's where that balance comes in, that your partner is not dating a shell of you. They're dating a a whole you. They can really see what's up. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would always suggest. Never stop giving, like, don't give up your passions. Mm -hmm. Focus on those. And hopefully your partner will want to join you in that, at least support you and, uh, you know, give you that space to be who you are. I um, noticed that with me just sharing my journey with other women, I noticed that a lot of them um, are in that space where they didn't know, especially single um, single mothers. I have a lot. Mm-hmm. My, that's a bulk mm-hmm. of my following. Just them knowing that um, when I ask them, well, what makes you happy? They just say, my kids. I'm like, what? Beyond that, you be self. I have to, like, I created this whole um Guys, with this episode is going to be an ebook. I have already created. I launched it a couple months ago. I didn't do too much rah rah around it because um, what it is imposter syndrome. Oh, that's <laughs> but listening. it's an amazing ebook, and it is going to be um, tagged in this um, episode uh, about owning your singleness. And because I noticed a lot of women just not really knowing what they liked about themselves knowing what they love to do Mm -hmm. um just knowing what they were even when it came to dating what they were looking for at least or how they wanted to be treated and um a part of that what I said was going into creating your own happiness I had women who said they wouldn't even go out on a date by themselves wouldn't take themselves out Mm -hmm. the lunch breakfast mm-hmm. dinner and i'm like yeah. how can you not if you can't vibe with yourself yeah. how do you expect somebody else to vibe with you that part like i i want to be able to and i and i claim this i could walk into a restaurant or a bar and be by myself mm-hmm. and just guess somebody's gonna come up and talk to me somebody's Most gonna likely. vibe with me that bartender mm-hmm. somebody and it, it makes me feel because yes, I'm like, I know I'm whole vibe. That part, that part. <laughs> and I, I really, my mom, she, um, early on when I had my daughter, this is for single mothers, when I had my um, daughter, my mom, she, I, I was fortunate to have her, and she was like, go do your thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm watching her. Mm-hmm. I, go do your thing. Live your life. She said, don't ever fall victim to just being a single mother or just not putting your happiness first. Mm-hmm. She said, it's okay to be selfish. It's yes. okay to do what you want to do with your life. As long as your kid is taken care of, go, yeah. go out. Yep. Go, go do your thing. And that's what I'm learning as a new mom because, like, I just love that little girl so much. Like, yeah. just when I look at her, it's just a feeling I just can't even explain. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I've never felt this in my whole life. 
But at the same time, Mm -hmm. mama needs some her time. Mm -hmm. I need to also be able to connect with who I am as a person so that I can show up for her as that person. Mm -hmm. Not just like some, and this is how I feel, not projecting that on anybody else, but like a glorified nanny. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just her little helper and I just say, I'm here to love you and clean your butt. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Look at who I am as a person so that you can feel inspired for yourself in the future. I'm here to be uh, some level of example of womanhood in my child's life, right? Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, I have to reinforce my own spirit and my own mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. and not lose that, you know? And it's mm-hmm. easy to lose that when you're just in the duty of motherhood. So that's an interesting point. Yeah. Very and then when it comes to relationships and, and just in general in the dating world, how important is like your community, relationships with others, mm-hmm. men and women? Like, yeah, community feeds into your perspectives on relationships. Honestly, it starts from the foundation of where you come Mm -hmm. from. Right. Mm -hmm. And then from there, who you surround yourself with. I'll give you an example. In my first marriage, we were together 10 years. All of our friends, everybody around us hated dating relationships. They all they partners is trash. They always complaining. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why I try not to be around too many people who are always um spewing negativity about their dating lives and their marriages and stuff like that because you carry that it's yes. not your partner's you yes. right and so that's who I became that's who um my husband at the time my late husband became like oh I'm always complaining I'm always complaining and that was a community thing that was who we were around fast forward me and my husband do not play that you got about a couple times to come over my house whining about a bad date you done went on and you just complaining, complaining. And then this is a, a cycle. Mm-hmm. This is behavior. Because nah. I kind of feel like, I Can't also feel it. like, and this is no downplay to anybody who is experiences. I feel like in your dating experience, you should really, if you constantly having bad experiences, you need to check yourself. You need to check yourself. It, it, it might not even be per se you, but it might be who you're attracted to. They, Maybe it needs listen. to, it, that needs to be changed up Definitely. because you can't tell me I'm going to be out here getting fine as hell mm-hmm. knowing I'm a whole motherfucking vibe mm-hmm. and going on bad date after bad date. Mm-hmm. Oh no. What's wrong? So it's two things that I'll say to that point. The first thing is, is that if you're constantly feeding into the negativity you got on a bad date, then you're feeding that energy. Mm-hmm. You are thriving off of the negative experiences. And you know, some people love living in that place. Oh, toxic. Oh, it's just, and I just, oh, and they always got something to complain about. Always, always, always. And people and love toxic. Some people love to be toxic. Because they're toxic. Yeah. Even on a victimhood side, it's toxic, right? And the other thing I have to say about that is the uh, your type is, I think it's a fallacy, and I'm going to tell you why. Your type is a fallacy because it is a collection of your experiences, where you come from, what you've seen. It is not necessarily real, it is to say that you can actually change it to fit your needs. And we're going to get to that in, in regards to building the roster, right? Yeah. Is how do you suit your needs? I ask my clients all the time. The assignment I always have them do is write me a list of your needs. And you and I did mm-hmm. this too. I have so many clients who literally can't do it. Oh, what do you ooh. need? I, I just want a good man. No, that's not a need. What do you need? Um... I I can do everything myself. Again, you're not completing the assignment because we struggle so much with that. It is to say you are choosing partners that don't fit your needs. That's Mm -hmm. why you're constantly unhappy. That part. Right? That part. And so all of these things feed into the next. Mm -hmm. You can change your type. 
You can change your mind. You can change your life. I mm-hmm. don't care if you're doing crack on the corner. You and I both seen them go on to be multi-million dollar entrepreneurs, book writers, movie. You can do anything you want. And it's I kind of say, here in when heart. I changed my type, because um, I used to only date skinny men. <laughs> <laughs> I used to. Um, the physical type. It always gets us. It always gets us. Curly stop. <laughs> I used to only date Look, my, my late husband was skinny six men. eleven skinny man. So listen. I used to only date skinny men. I'm um, right there with you. I'm right and there with you. Not saying that I date <laughs> the, the, the big 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 ones now, but <laughs> Sorry, listen. No, but listen. I do like my guy now. He got a little belly. I like it. He, 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 I, Look, I like skinny men love us. But um, when I changed up my type. And I started having more fun with dating. It, it became more fun and enjoyable. It wasn't like I was nitpicking, oh, he ain't skinny. I don't want him. You know? Right, I, right. And doesn't that seem kind of petty when you really think about it? Like, it, it well, we all been there. Trust, yes. I have definitely been there. I really, honestly, I think that's what your 20s are for. Mm-hmm. Date your, di- your type in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Go in on in your 20s, have your fun, do all the little pretty boys and all of them. Then once you start to figure out, okay, all candy ain't good for you. Let me try to hone mm-hmm. in and start to really look deeper. Because mm-hmm. if we just hanging out and clubbing and, you know, having sex and doing our little thing, okay, that's one thing. But if you're actually trying to have a relationship and it be, you know, deep, you got to go past the physical and see what they what they like in the inside. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so we are... Um... We kind of good on owning our singleness. Mm-hmm. Remember, guys, I have an ebook, so be sure to check that out. Now, I want to jump into a little you know, icebreaker. Okay. Uncensored Girl Chat. You actually have tried out my cards before, right? Yes. At, uh-huh. at our brunch. Mm-hmm. Yes. We um V V has been at one of my events, guys. Um, mm-hmm. our brunch. She hold a, hosted a whole dating session. Them girls. I know they picked your brain, brain. Yes, brain. yes. They was asking me some I want, tough questions. I want V to um come back and do her little um speed dating. So look out for that. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's that's do definitely that. coming. For but sure. we're gonna get into a little icebreaker now. You could pick a card and okay. um and get answer. You know they wild questions okay. on here. Okay, let's so, do it. You got one for me, or I'll pick one over here. All right. Should I go first? Yes, you can go first. Okay. What's your biggest sexual turn off? Biggest sexual turn off? A selfish lover? Selfish lover. If he just in the bed, just worrying about himself, I'd be sitting there looking like, ooh, that that would be my. I that call, was my I call, thing. I call them lazy men. Lazy, lazy, lazy. lazy, lazy. Ladies, lazy. we talked about it on my story about them lazy men. And Kirkman, I'm sorry, but we they we have come to a conclusion that. The you're not big like the big man that we talking about. Um, that they be lazy. They, that they be lazy. You That's, know what? I never had that experience with a big. With a big. So I never had a big, big, so big mine's one. About the same size as Kirkland. <laughs> maybe, a little, maybe a little taller, but Kirkland, we're not. We, you, he not listen. My husband does right. his thing. Sorry, baby. Okay. If you're listening to this, my husband does his thing. Okay, this is obviously why I married him. He is not a lazy. Man. He is not. <laughs> no. Love him. I don't know. I never had that experience though. But lazy lovers, they coming on. I know the first time I did try outside of my type, he had a um, he was a little chubby, he had a belly, and he was very lazy. So, huh? We had met each other. I had flew. He had flew me in to see him. How you tired? All the way to I don't want to say the location because you ain't getting no credit on this. (laughs) 
No mentions on this. I'm not even gonna say the location. He's gonna be listening to we you. Good. Like, I know that was me. It was you. It was definitely you. But I'm not gonna say your name. Number or one. Location. That's my number one. But yeah. So mine is if you had to pick a favorite sex position, what would it be? Mm. Um uh, favorite? Only to be on top. Once That's I got, why you thought he was lazy. You want to put in work. You trying to be up there doing a workout. No, I think because, you know, it, I, I think I've got, it's, it's a confidence thing. Once I realized mm. that, you know, um, it's guys don't, because, you know, a lot of girls, they don't like to get on top. And they be like, what is God looking at and this and that? And what, what do I do? I think once I understand, also, that's how orgasm quick and I can, I can make, I control it. Mm-hmm. So once mm-hmm. I realized that it wasn't, it was like, okay, that's my position. I'm good. Period. I'm good. I, I, as long as I, I'm pleased right there. Yeah. And that I part. kept it like that and yeah, different positions work, but that's my favorite one. I like, I like the doggy style. You, oh, that's my second that's favorite. actually my that favorite. Is, that is definitely, right and ladies, there. um, this is a little bit too much information, but when we get that wax in that doggy style, Yes, you feel everything. Oh. Okay. Okay. Do we know everything that wax? A fresh wax? Do we A fresh wax? Uh-huh. I haven't done it yet. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. In a, in a Let me try it out. <laughs> all right. Yep. Learning that. all the things. Now, okay. <laughs> On to my favorite, favorite, favorite. Ladies, you know, I encourage this. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely encourage this. But before I get your full rundown on this, mm-hmm. um, the next we're talking about building your roster. Mm-hmm. You say you did not hear Jasmine Sullivan's roster song. No, I haven't heard. I'm surprised. So let me just um, me. let me just say some of the lyrics because we can't okay. play the song. Okay. So um, it starts off toxic. Call me toxic, but you never call me stupid. Got a long list in my pocket. I've been told I've been ruthless because I'm a player by nature, but I always keep it honest. So for you, there's on there's one more spot left on my roster. So don't catch feelings. We don't need him. I'm not stopping. I'm in my prime. This is the best time of my life. So don't catch feelings. And if it sounds appealing, you just got to fall in line. Okay. So I love that song because if you're really about this roster life, that's how you live in it. Yeah. You live in it straight up like that. Yep. Yep. And that's really how it should be. Like, Obviously, not everybody wants to do that. No, not everybody. Roster isn't for everybody. It may not be for everybody, but really, in my mind, that's really how it works. Because if you even think about dating in, like, for our elders back in the day, Mm -hmm. they don't talk a lot about this, but it would be, they're called suitors. Mm -hmm. They would have multiple suitors. Look at Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Literally, that's how it has always (laughs) been. But the thing is that, over time, we spent more time shaming women for having options, especially black women. And so that's where the massage noir kicks in, oh, where yes. now we feel guilty. We feel like a hoe mm-hmm. for having a roster. But literally, your mom did it. Everybody did it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's how it should be. Why, why just because a dude approaches you and says, hey, uh, I think you're cute. Let's go on a date. Now y'all go together? What? No. That, that's like... A and I'll hiring you off the bat. You I think when it comes him. to also building, your first train of thought should automatically be not every man is relationship material at all, and at all. It, they're gonna show no. it straight on. Yep. But I'm let you get into this. Okay. What is the first step to building a perfect roster? So we are gonna go back to the needs list. 
Yes. That's the first, first, first thing. Write out all your needs. You like to cuddle. You want to go to the movies. You want to take sunset uh, walks on the beach. You like somebody to cook for you. You want somebody who is OCD and will come and clean your house. You want, I don't give a, I don't care what it is. I literally do not care because you got to think a lot of men do this too. Tell me what we ain't been. The oh, they got, they, cook, they got the cooking bag. They got the cooking bag. They got bay, the sex bay. They got the head bag. And they all got of the these one women. They going just on um, dates. That they, part. They, and special that kind of days. They got show public. Off. They got ones that Trophies. they only take to the club. They yep. got the turn up girl. Yep. Yep. So yep. They, they have it. Yep. They might not say it like that, but no, they but know what category they put them it's in. It's really subconscious, right? We're talking about the lazy sex. That mm -hmm. translates into life. A lot of men just think about how can I get what I need? That's how they were raised. Mm -hmm. As black women, a lot of us were not raised to think about mm -hmm. our needs. We're raised to service other people. Oh, That's, it's so oh, deep in yes. our conditioning that they say women mature faster. It's crap. It's mm -hmm. trash, right? Mm -hmm. So when it comes to dating, we don't even know where to start. We don't know where to start. We don't know what we want. We don't know what we like. None of that. And that's where you start your roster building. So date based off our needs. Off your needs. So you start with your, your needs list. And I say at least aim for 10 things. So we going to, let's play. Do you remember mine? Let me see. Um, I know I wanted a travel bag. I remember bay. a few of them. You had travel bay on there. Um, you had cooking bay. Yes. Well, okay. So we shouldn't put bay on them because they can actually, they can overlap, right? Yeah. So we'll just say the needs. So you had cooking, traveling, um, fun, cuddle, cuddle. You definitely had cuddle. Yeah, and cuddle. I think at that time your cuddle and cooking overlapped a little bit. Mm -hmm. You had, you had a bae that was doing both of those, which is great. <laughs> but I don't know if there was sex at that time, but this is a key element too. you all your bae, you oh, don't have to have sex with any or all of them. It doesn't matter. On your roster, you? I, I look at, cause a lot of women, some of the women asked me, they was like, are you having sex with all of them? No, I'm not having sex with all of them. You don't no. have to, but you can't Sometimes I might just, I might not have sex with none of them. I might have a sneaky exactly. link. Sneaky link is officially on my roster, no. Um, it's just somebody was yeah. sneaky link. Look, um, they don't and that no might just, that might just face. tie me over until I might not be messing with nobody that's actually on my roster Do on that you? level. Do you? You a grown you don't have woman. To. You put them in, in, like V says, you have, um, your needs and yep. then you put them in there based on that category. Yep. Right? So when you meet a guy, he may not be like, Oh, he's the perfect boyfriend. Don't worry about that. You, trust me. As Shante will tell you, you don't have to think about that. The boo gonna show up oh, and yeah. stick out like a sore oh, thumb. Yeah. He ain't gonna worry about the other ones. He ain't gonna compete. He just gonna do him mm -hmm. and it's gonna be clear as day. Mm -hmm. But let the other ones just fall in line where they fit. If you find one of them, oh, you like to cook? Oh, for real? You should come over to my house and cook for me. Put them to task. That's the other thing I have my clients do. Put your roster to task. Give them things. Mm -hmm. Tell them about your life. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I work late and sometimes I don't eat. You don't eat? Mm -hmm. Let me send you some food. Be a, a what it is a damsel in distress. A de be a damsel. Get <laughs> service. Help. Because the thing is, too, you have to think. As women, we love to help people, and we're gonna kind of naturally get to that point with that person, right? Mm -hmm. We are gonna help them. So why shouldn't we be helped? Like I'm gonna say straight up, the um the guy who knows he was on my roster, and I'm not gonna say him, but close friends, y'all know who it is. Mm -hmm. Um. <clears throat> He was one of the ones that really was started just catering to every need. It, it started start off looking really, them off. It started off the really, roster really started clearing out. It started off really slow. Remember, he wasn't even a potential. 
Yeah, he in the like beginning. Very, he was very yeah. faint. It was like, I don't know, we just talking, yeah. lot this, lot that. He had and a lot of potential, but you got to see potential out. You can't yes. just be like, uh-uh. I'm going to jump in feet first. And yeah, the and it's, it's that consistency. And it was more so of, I let him do all the work. He knew I love to cook, but he also knew that I wasn't going to, I don't know if he knew this, but um, men do this. Some men do this whole, what is it, $300, um, you didn't hear about this? Like a dating limit? Budget. Oh, I've heard about that, but I don't yeah, know that Yeah, some life. men actually do that, where <laughs> it's like a dating budget um, that they'll spend, and before they see if you're going to, you know, put out something like that. I guess that's better than a coffee date. And, I, and you know, and when you think about it, if you're a girl, like, for me, he didn't do it like that, but right. um, I saw it. I, I read about it. Uh-huh. I saw it while we was dating, but I know that... I, I, like he, did he admit to it? No, he didn't do oh, okay. it. He didn't do it anything. Okay, okay. But it was kind of like I understood what they were saying because I was like, dang, it was kind of like he took me on like, like I said, I love to cook. He took me on like five, six days before I offered to cook, and because it was very random dates, he would call yeah. me throughout the day, what mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I was like, when I heard it, I was like, oh, so yeah, that's about mm-hmm. right. He took me on a couple of days, and I, I, I was the. Okay. Well, I was making him put out, and then he came in, and, and then I was okay with. Okay. He got to earn it. Yeah, you got to earn it. He got to earn it. We can't just be of service to you, and you ain't doing nothing to get to know us or spend some time. Mm-hmm. He did it the right way. Yes. That's how it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. And you just, the roster gets cleared out automatically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did He did his thing. Now, <laughs> what like do you say guy. to the woman who um, doesn't know how to juggle, who is like, I can't juggle, um, they talk, they, a lot of them say, I get attached too quick. That's something you need to talk to about your, your therapist. And I was just about to say, therapist, that attachment, attachment is a serious thing. It is. Um, it, go, it dies deeper than just relationship. Right. It, 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 it's, I, I believe it's trauma built from back in childhood mm-hmm. of um, a need of sometimes not feeling wanted mm-hmm. to being mm-hmm. abandoned. And yep. I'm saying this from experience because yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. From, it's, it's from me. Same. Um, yep. I had to go through that. When I got my first heartbreak at 32, and we're not going to mention him either. <laughs> um, I did mention him, but hey. Look, he's not important. <laughs> but when I got my first heartbreak, I I realized about my attachment and my um abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. And um, but it, I even before him, I was dating, so I kind of knew how to juggle. But I right. guess when he gave me that certain kind of attention that I was looking for, mm-hmm. it made me attached to him. Right. So what do you say to the woman who doesn't know how to juggle? Who says I, I can't juggle? I mean, I always gonna am gonna refer back to the therapist uh-huh. if you are having trouble because it's less about knowing how to juggle and it's more about knowing you deserve better, better, and you should be vetting your prospects. Mm-hmm. So if you're finding that you're just meeting a guy at a bar and y'all going out on dates and now y'all go together and that was it, like uh, your process should be a little bit higher, right? Mm-hmm. You should give him some time to show you who he is and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling with that and you're just off the bat, like, no, I meet a guy and we fall in love, you got to really take some time and go to therapy or start d- deep diving into some therapeutic like content. There's tons of books. There's YouTube videos. There's all kinds. That's what I use because I couldn't find the right therapist. 
So I started thinking about how I responded to people and the men in my life and all of that. And I started to just pick it apart. Mm -hmm. I thought about the abuse in my old relationship and my late husband. And I started to just be like, I don't want to ever be that person again. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what can I do to heal those parts of me? I was so angry back then. Like you probably wouldn't even recognize me. when We walked up to each other on the street. I was angry. I had to heal that individually. So if that's a, a part of it is taking control of your healing, finding a way to get to that healing, owning that. You got to mm -hmm. own it. If you don't own it, then you just can keep reliving the same things. When I tell you I literally have friends who shall remain nameless who just keep living the same mm -hmm. experience over and over and over, and I'm trying to tell them, like, sis, that goes back to that healing. I love you. But you were doing it again. You're, she got the one, and then she got 2.0, then 3.0, and 3.5. Since they all the same guy. You got to recognize that. And maybe that's an opportunity that you probably need to take a little step back if all you're doing is running into the same burning buildings. And I also kind of feel like when it comes to a roster, it helps you not get attached. It, it does. It, 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 does. it really practice. helps you, like, just, like, like think back to when I used to say the black book. Mm -hmm. You just call up one or yeah. And, and you as out. a woman, I feel like my roster. I never made. I, I never chased. I never. I, I, I sat back and I chilled. So when I backed off, they were offended. They mm. were definitely offended mm. because I didn't. I didn't chase them. I, mm. I, I let them do the work. I was never like on them. I let them be on me. And they love. They love that. They love. And it. then when you exit them off your roster, they. Be Feelings like um, yeah, yeah. Why I say tech daddy? <laughs> um, y'all have names for my roster. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Name the people. It's more enjoyable. It when is. You, when it's you fun. Name. It's fun. Um, we're gonna talk about um my names on my roster with Maui. <laughs> She's gonna spill all my dating to uh, me. Yes. Um, she knows everything, and boy, I have some names. But mm. you, you helped me with tech daddy, and even though I knew he wasn't, I knew he wasn't relationship material. It was somebody I just wanted to have fun with. We yeah. had vibe, and I really just wanted to have fun. But it, he was one of those guys that was spurring a moment. I'm not a spurring moment kind of girl. Mm -hmm. um, when we establish that, yes, it can be spurring a moment. Right, but right, right. as we're building, no, yeah. I need solid. I need times. Yeah. Um, and he could not get on the same page with He didn't respect me. your time. Yeah. he. And that's a lot of guys. A lot of guys don't respect women's time because they think – we talked about access, right? Yes. They just want access yes. to you. They want to know that when you hit them up, and that's why being thirsty does not work. Being like pressed, being anxious dating mm -hmm. is the worst mm -hmm. kind of dating because they call you at one in the morning. Uh, oh, hello? Exactly. Don't be answering that phone no. at 10 o'clock. No. After 10 is booty call hours. Don't you be answering that phone unless it's you setting up an actual booty call. Mm -hmm. Don't you answer that phone because that's what they want to see. They're training you, mm. right? And so having that access and having certain responses and them not respecting your time, it all is just conditioning for that type of a relationship mm. and an engagement. And that's not what you want. No, block them if you got to. And then <laughs> um, with him, it was kind of like he saw that I had backed off of him completely, yep. like mm -hmm. everything. My, my whole communication changed. Mm -hmm. And I saw that he was just checking in to see if I was going to re yep. respond. Yep. And finally... I would say what back in February he was just every week, hey, every every couple of days, when I hey. Tell you, and when I finally told him, I had to really put him away because I, I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want to lead him on, and I wanted to let him know. Like sometimes I I do boss up in my dating life, and I put women 
in place. And I wanted to let him, and I let him know straight up. Like, I sent him a text, and I said, yo, you was just for fun. And we couldn't even get on the same page with that. I said, I just wanted to vibe and hang out here and there. And you really didn't want to, we could not get on the same. the car. <laughs> Like I told him, like y'all, I'm, I'm gonna screenshot the text message I sent him and put oh it in my close store, my close friends when um this one air. If I oh, they might have deleted. Um, but still, I, I I swear to y'all, I let him know that he was only for fun, and I I, I told him from jump, I know that you wasn't relationship material. You were fun, so I was just gonna see where it was going. But we could not get on the same page. And then his response to me was basically like, "Oh, you're um you're demanding." I said, "How am I demanding? I was never on you." Demanding, yeah. I was demanding never on you. you. Me. I, okay. I'm demanding because I, I, I want you to pursue me right. I want you to have an, uh, a scheduled date, not up in the air. Like, but when you have your that, roster, have your standards. Don't let these men treat you any don't. kind of way. Please don't. But isn't that funny that that's like an insult to him? It's like you're demanding. And this I'm is bougie. This, men love bougie. to use that bougie that's shit. That's another thing. So, uh, a lot of conversation that I have with my clients is about being high maintenance being bougie and being demanding and having standards, right? Um, a lot of them are actually against it because they are afraid it's going to limit their options. They think I, that it's going to cut. And that's what it's I supposed to do, right? But it's supposed to do that because if you're not with the right type of person, with, with, with the right type of people in your tribe, you're going to feel like, it's not the right place. You're not going to have your needs be met. You're going to end up with people that don't respect your time, mm -hmm. do not want to service you as you service them. There's no reciprocation. You're oh. going to constantly be feeling oh. at a deficit. It's supposed to do that. You preach it. And what's so funny to me is, <laughs> what's so funny to me is, though, that the way we view <clears throat> getting jobs is the way we should be viewing dating. Mm -hmm. You're not going to go out and let me just go over here to the Krispy Kreme and see if they hire. And even though I got 20 years of experience <laughs> in tech and that's literally not your place. Ain't nothing wrong with Krispy Kremes. I'm telling you, it ain't nothing wrong with it. But I'm saying that's not your place. Mm -hmm. It is not your place. It's not your industry. It's not your position, not your job. Dating is the exact same way, just with a couple little feelings sprinkled in there. Mm -hmm. And if you can keep yourself under control to say, I deserve mm -hmm. how many billion of people in the world? And you afraid that you're not going to find it out there. You just have to set yourself up for that. So it's all in the mindset and the attitude, for sure. I think when once I understood that bougie being bougie wasn't a bad thing, and I think it, I just recently got over it, probably like within the past year, I was like, hold up, I'm not, it's not, I said, you got a problem with how I carry exactly. myself, how I take care of They're myself. Offended by it's that. not, it's not me. It's not, you got a problem. If you have a problem by my boundaries, mm -hmm by mm -hmm. my standards, mm -hmm. then that's on you. Then okay. you're not the person for me. And just leave it at that. Pretty much, pretty much. But we as black women have to get back to embracing it again. Cause again, we get dragged for it. All the, oh, she's so bougie and she's so this and she's so that. And we just nitpick, what is it? Who she thinks she is? Oh, you think you all that? I, let me, let me tell you my whole life, hearing that, receiving that, all of it. And it changes who you want to be when you get older. You got to heal from it, mm -hmm. right? So when we date and men tell us some of these things and, you know, thou who shall remain nameless is telling men that this is what they should be saying or should have been saying whatever, like, that's not okay. It's not okay to, to tell, to share that narrative because mm -hmm. we deserve to be who we are and find our people, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with being bougie and high maintenance. That just means you like first class and 
That's okay. That, I, would, I wouldn't even say it says uh, even first class. It's just on your level. You are. I mean, bougie. first class metaphorically. Oh yeah. I just mean bougie metaphorically. On, like you got bougie on your level. What we you, we you all like, have a little bit like, bougieness, especially us. as we get older. And we, we just I can't accept it. I know a two year old right now that's super bougie, and I love it. My child girl want to get changed. Want to get changed if she drops some water on her. <laughs> and I'm like, I love it. I am here. That's I love my child. It. That's my child. Wake she up. Want she want to say dress, get dressed. She want her bath every she night. She'll tell you bath time. I'm like, oh. Oh, I love I love that. it. I love, look. Now, sometimes you be like, girl, you're doing the most, but. I'm tired. <laughs> Any final tips on roster before we move on? Final tips on roster. Um, try to put your physical type to the side. Don't ignore it because you're going to be attracted to what you're attracted to, but try to pay a little bit more attention to who they are. As How do they show up in the world? What what attributes do they have that could possibly add Question. into yours? Yeah. Do you think attractions can be built? What do you mean? Attraction can be built. Like changed? Um, at the beginning, you might not be oh, so oh. attracted to the person, um, and, but as you get to know them, not I wouldn't even say physical appearance is just like, just you don't know. You're yes. just like, I don't know what I, what I really like about this person just yeah. yet. I, it, it, let it, let it. Like, do you think you have to be won over at the beginning? I think if you're not attracted to somebody in the beginning, and this is actually where the roster comes in, you may not be attracted to everybody on your roster. Attraction really helps. The way that I think about it is attraction feeds into sexual desire. I want you. I want to be next to you. It doesn't mean we're having sex, but I'm, you know, I want to be the chemistry, right? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes that can be built, though. If y'all are having a good time, if he's treating you well. you know, And as women, too, we be looking like, he got some I have cute to say, for he me, got, his hairline is real okay. Where I'm going to tell you guys, I have you? not always dated the most fine men, 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 men. Um, but I have fell in love with personalities. I have fell yeah. in love with how they treated me, how yeah. they care for others. That's a real thing. How they care for themselves. Yeah. And um, it has happened over time. Right. And right, right. I truly believe that attraction can be built over time. Totally, totally. totally. And especially when you think about in the concept of long-term relationships and or marriage, right? Our partner may not always be like, exactly oh no you know who we want them yes. to be but because we know them and we mm. know their heart we just fall in love with them in different ways every single day yes and that's really the core of it and that's why i kind of say put some of those physical things to the side because really what's gonna make it last is all the other stuff mm -hmm. it sometimes looking at him ain't gonna do it for you you're gonna be like it's a sink full of dishes mm -hmm. and i need some help mm -hmm. or we need to go on a date and i need you you know i need you to be of service to me i need you to meet my needs so that's definitely a thing so that, that would be my final little tip for roster building. <laughs> now, when it comes to moving along, mm -hmm. dating apps. Okay. Dating apps. When it comes to um, dating apps, what do you think, we are going to share our top two or three dating apps. What do you think suggests for women? Mm -hmm. um so location is a big thing so these apps would rotate and interestingly enough my clients have had the most success across the board with facebook dating and an app called zeus and Ooh. zeus is fairly new it is doing very well with my over 35 demographic 
Um, I had a client recently switch to Zeus from, she was doing Bumble and Hinge. And it was kind of hit or miss. And she switched to Zeus and has went on three dates. She hasn't ever been on a date. Oh. She's never dated. She's in her early 40s. She's mm-hmm. never, never dated. Went on a date. She's been on, let me see, I think six dates all together with like three different men. From Zeus. So I'm going to suggest Zeus, but again, it depends on where you are. It does. Um, that location plays a big role because I, yeah. like, that was my issue. Yeah. I stayed yeah, in a yeah. small town, but literally every time I left, if I went, came here, if I went to Virginia, any major city, my mm-hmm. app would be booming. Oh, yeah. But right where I'm at, located, it will not, I'm in a small town. Yeah. Um, location disclosed. Not disclosed. Not stop me. Um, <laughs> But um, in my small town, it did not, like, I, it, it, my matches, let's just know I'm in Florida, number Florida boys, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, number Florida boys. The big city, like, I found the most success when I was traveling. Yes. So I'm originally from L.A. When I was in L.A. trying to date, it just, the thing wasn't thanging. But when I went to New York, when I went to Texas, when I came to Atlanta to visit and stuff, oh, man, my thing would just be blowing up so location plays a big part in it but i'll still say you know to add on to just the general conversation of meeting people dating apps is fish in a in a bucket like it's very easy to have access to a lot of people in a quick amount of time Mm -hmm. so that's a good place to start but at the end of the day head out go find somewhere to be amongst people hit a bar or restaurant bar hotel or whatever Mm -hmm. and Get dressed up and go out with yourself or take a friend or whatever and go talk to people and meet people. I tell you guys, go take yourself on a date. These Please. men be sitting. They I done do. had my food paid for a couple times. <laughs> I done had some drinks slid to me a couple times. Listen. Like, I listen, enjoy going out. And, and listen, in my town, I got to say, is predominantly same people. Yeah, yeah. So, um... I'm Be a like beautiful that. black girl, and Listen, I own it. They love so it. So when I go out there, they love it. and I look, I got these locks now. I look all ethnic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I said I was, um, oh, did I say that with Crystal? I did on one episode. Like I thought about. Remember, I told you, yeah, sugaring. Yeah, sugaring. I thought I about sugar it for a little while, so I get it. I told you, I was like, how these white men was and approaching they just me. I was like, they okay, just want you to be beautiful, and talk to them because they. I don't know if it's like lack of access or not, you know, having social skill. I don't know what it is. Or just want a beautiful girl on the hill. Girl to talk to. I never, I never had sex with any of my sugar daddies. See, and Crystal, y'all, that episode with Crystal, she said the same thing. It is what it, and and so many, you know, I, I respect sex workers. It's no shade whatsoever. I am just saying that sugaring as a trade, is not sex work. They can overlap. That's why so many people be like, I don't want to be a sugar baby because I'm not having sex with old men. That's not... There's whole conventions that are like not about sex. Listen, it's about I, how to do it well. I, so, I'm thinking about my Jersey days when I missed out on a couple of um, these... A couple of men that said they were doctors trying to talk to Uh-oh. me. And I should have jumped Uh-oh. on that. <laughs> I was young, really, in my prime. Look, you still got time. You still got time. <laughs> If you wanted to have a hot back no on sugar it. In that. Look, I was sugaring no with sugar a whole boyfriend, that. okay? So a whole boyfriend. Listen, like, I was sitting, I was sitting up um the other Go day. To I told my um <laughs> I was telling my guy, I was like, if I have no ex um tattoos, recognize recognizable tattoos, I have OnlyFans. Oh, listen. Face, I no about face, that. no case. I have thought of <laughs> And then he gonna tell something, what about doing the feet? <laughs> I might just <laughs> I might just because look, they love feet. They love feet. 
Now, I want to do a um, brand plug, you okay. guys. Um, have you read Boss Bride? No. Okay. I have mentioned this book a couple of times in my, over the years. I okay. go back, and every time I kind of went back into the dating world, I always go back to this book. Okay. Um, Boss Bride okay. is the powerful um, woman's playbook for love and success. Mm. And what I love about it, it had it unpacks um. It has you, it makes you kind of um, dive deep into your wants, your needs, yes. your needs, Okay, I need to um, check this out. building your boundaries. Mm -hmm. I, I think this is a great book that you could okay. recommend because it comes I'm with a workbook it. too. Oh, good. Yes, it comes with a workbook. Oh, um, good. Okay. Yeah, you got to send me that. And um, yeah, it comes with a workbook. I want to go to a specific portion to kind of... This you got is. your highlighter. Yes, it's highlighted everything. It's real. Um, this is a good little quote. That don't let men, money, or fear run, run your life. Mm -hmm. You hold a key to your happiness, and it goes back to when I says creating ha happiness. Yep. Um. Yep. So this book actually, it's like you're also writing yourself a proposal. Um, you're giving yourself a ring. So this book really breaks down everything, and I'll dive mm. deep um, more into it. Mm -hmm. But this is definitely a brand plug. Not sponsored, but I wanted to put you on to this since we're talking yes. about dating. Thank you. Yes. All right. Now, Sprite, got Closing. Uh-huh. Go ahead. This is your moment. Hype yourself up. Go yes. ahead. Tell the people. Okay. About what, what, how they can find you. Um, yeah, so you guys can find me on my main page right now is the V Prince on Instagram, um, and also on TikTok. I'm working on it, y'all. Um, I also have a secondary page because I kind of split the brands between the marriage family and the single girl city stuff. Um, and that's on your date coach V. Um, that page is under construction, but bear with me. I'm gonna I'm give a whole bunch of content. I'm just really thinking about how I want to set everything up, but I got you guys. I'm working on a workshop right now, an all day workshop, um, for dating apps and setting up your roster and all of that. Um, I'm also going to be doing the speed dating soon, soon. Like I've got a lot of stuff for this summer. We're going to be out here getting it. Outside open. We're going to be up. having fun. Okay. Yes. So y'all keep a lookout. And it's so much stuff that me and B can talk about. I'm definitely going to, um, cause I'm going to have a, a little spinoff on Patreon where I talk with my girlfriends. Um, just that nice, intimate, and um, I'm definitely going to talk with you okay. more. Um, so we going, we are going to chat with V a little bit more, guys. Yes. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode about dating. I hope you got some good tips. The goal of this episode, let me just go back to my notes real quick. Um, what's to encourage women to date? On your own terms. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's very important. Yeah, putting your to needs date first. on your own terms. Putting your needs first. Um, really um, doing the inner work. Really um, noting your, your trauma. Mm -hmm. Doing the healing. Putting yourself out there. and Creating your own happiness. Yeah. Not leaving it up to these men. But I hope that you got something good for this. Even like dating, dating apps. Oh, real quick. One tip mm -hmm. for dating apps. Dating apps. Um, I'm going to say post good pictures. Yeah. Men mostly look at the pictures. They hardly ever read the description. So try to make your pictures well-rounded. If you are in the city dating, then try to have like full body, uh, good selfie shots, dressed up, dressed down. If you in the city for the weekend, it's your birthday. You're just trying to go on a couple of little dates and hang out. Put that in your bio in the first line and make all your pictures fancy going out pictures. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in.
be sure to follow Uncensored Girl Chat on Instagram and Facebook. You don't want to miss out on our secret Saturdays. You can also watch us on YouTube. Remember, new episodes drop every Saturday.